Junior Senior 2 Views, episode 145. It is Monday, the 8th of April in Sydney, Australia, and let's get started. Yep, let's get started indeed. NBA playoffs today. Um, I managed to catch the the crazy game that was Philadelphia versus Boston, and what a game it was. James Harden, man, he might be shaking off his playoff demons. He had 42 today, and he had 45 in game one. He might be, he, this might be the time for him. This might be the time. And B was good today as well. He had 34. Um, But the Celtics, man, they they just would not go away. And there were a couple of favorable calls that went their way. But the Philly, Philly hung on. They hung tough. And they got the win in very dramatic fashion. Yep. Uh, there was a couple of plays, I think, late in the game. But I want to start at the beginning, I guess. There's a different situation to what it was the previous game. You know, the previous game, Joel Embiid got his MVP trophy. You know, everybody was celebrating. And he didn't, he had a good night, but James Harden didn't. It kind of works better with the Sixers when they have less of Joel Embiid just sitting in the middle and they watch him dribbling the ball and then posting up or kicking it out. There was a lot more flow in this game. And James Harden, James Harden went off. He got his points. Yep. You could see the energy energy happening. Yeah, they were they were dominating, and then suddenly the Celtics crept back in, started creeping back in. There was a questionable call with Jason Tatum pushing off Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, I don't think that. Game. I I think that's a push off. Because uh, if you're yeah. calling if you're calling the smart uh, uh, charge, if you're calling that a charge, then you gotta call. The Tatum won a charge as well. Yeah. Because both of but those. I don't think that one was a both charge, of, though. Which one? That one this, was an N1 for Embiid. It yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. If you're calling that one, if you're calling the smart one a charge, yeah. you've got to call the Tatum one a charge. Both of them are soft. Yeah. you got to call both. you got to be consistent. So man. then. And was, also, I have a bone to pick with yeah. that ref who said that Smart's uh, uh, potential game winner was good. Yeah, no. What? It wasn't. You, you need to go to Specsavers, my guy. It wasn't. How? It wasn't. How? No. What? No. How? Because he, he clearly you could see he, he still got had the it ball off. in his hand as it was double zero. Everyone saw it. Everyone saw it. It was we waved all off saw, from the time. We, we all saw what you saw. No, it wasn't. You it, saw it, what I saw. No. He got it off after the buzzer sounded. Any human with functioning eyes could see that. I don't know how the ref... Missed that, and they had to go to a review. It shouldn't have even gone to review. No, it didn't have to go to review. Um, I think there's some questionable call by Mazzullo not taking a timeout. Oh, no, that was horrible to. clock management. And that was terrible clock management. The from other the, one was them bringing the ball up late in the overtime. It was about a minute and change left. They were kind of just you know waltzing it up, and they could have got a twofer rather than worrying about just for going for one shot. So, I mean, I think that, look, they got what they look. The Sixers got what they needed. They needed to split. It's clearly, they they needed to win this game. They don't want to go back to Boston down three one. Now it's two uh, two. We've said it already. I think it's going to seven games. I think it's that compelling. It's just about yeah. these, for this team. It's look for either team. It's 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 who's going to score the most. Uh, you know, Boston, I think it comes you know, down to stops because well, both teams can score. Well, both guys scored, but even you know Tatum and Brown scored less than what they did. They have to score 30-plus to win. Those guys have to score more than 30 points because after Tatum and Brown, that fell off. Smart had 21. Horford had 10. Derek White had... By the way, Horford had an incredible defensive performance. Yeah. He had five blocks. Yeah. So, I mean, look, this is going to go back to Boston now, and we'll see what happens there. 
the Lakers, oh. they, they bounced back. Talk about manhandling. They bounced back in a big way. They look. I, you know, it was a, it was a big, big task. They had to at least, they had to sort of make a statement in this game, and they did, and they, and they won pretty handily. So, I mean, I, I don't know what they're gonna do now. I mean, at this point, up to one. You know, this was an important win. LeBron being more of a facilitator, he did not score yeah. until five minutes and twenty three seconds of the second and look, half. And I think it worked well for them because look at the depth scoring that they had. Uh, okay, AD got his double double twenty five and thirteen. Yeah, Reeves had ten. Uh, D'Angelo had twenty one. Lonnie him. Walker had twelve. They need him. Schroeder had twelve. Yeah, I mean that's some good depth scoring. Even Max Christie played six minutes and had six points. That's decent. That's in that's in mop up time though. Let's just let's just let's just think about that. I watched the game. By the time we got to the third quarter into the fourth quarter, Max Christie was out there and it was just pickup game time. Yeah. It was trash time. Okay, so let's not worry about let's not pump the pump the brakes for Max it's, Christie. You're not gonna see him in game yeah, it's, you're not gonna see him in game four unless it's another blowout. It's good depth scoring though. There and that's been the biggest That's trash issue time though. That's trash time. No, those points don't count for yeah. me. But Look, they had to win. They pulled it off. I mean, I think I'm looking at the stats here. I'm just trying to see because Golden State. Look, they need the threes. Yeah. They have to hit their three pointers. I don't know what it is. They about... were they were 50. They they took up a lot of threes and they got 50 percent of them. Lakers only got they got 21. The Lakers only got 10. I don't know so. what it is about Steve Kerr and his allergy to playing the young guys. He only played Kaminga for nine minutes this game. Uh, he played okay. Credit to him. He played. Played Mo- Moses Moody a little bit more off the bench. He got twenty minutes, but I don't know what Kerr's doing. Like play the young guys. Yeah, but you have to. I think I understand at the same time. You have to have a set. You can't have everybody playing, and you have to have guys coming in who can produce. And if guys aren't producing, look, look we know this. You got to look I, to your bench at some point. Anthony He's, Davis struggled in Game Two, and suddenly he bounced back in Game Three. And it's all for the Lakers. It's depending on him. He can do whatever he wants. Because I don't know why, but Jamichael Green played more minutes than Kamingo. Why not sub out Jamichael Green for a long stretch and let Kaminga have a good amount of court time? Why not? Oh, it, well. Like, you throw the kitchen, it's the playoffs. you got to try something. Because I think you just have to just, again, you can't play everybody, but it looks like, you know, for the most part, it looks like for the most part he played everybody. But, again, those guys who showed up late in the game – like Lamb and those guys, they would have been playing like garbage time. So they got like the last nine minutes of garbage okay. time. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Phoenix Suns even things up with the Denver Nuggets. Yep. Thirty six from wow. Durant. Thirty six well, from Booker. Nineteen from Shaman off the bench. Just a really just incredible performance. But I have to I have to ask the question: What's going on with DeAndre Ayton? Because I I have a feeling. That even if the Suns turn the series around and get past the Nuggets, he, I feel like DeAndre Ayton's going to be the thing that holds the Suns back. We can't ignore it any longer. Well, He's look, been a liability. But I, I think that it's different situation now because you know we know that we know that Jokic went off. He had fifty three points. That's the most of any Nuggets player in any playoff series. He's he's getting outplayed by the Joker, and he he's got to focus so much on trying to defend him that I don't think right now they can worry about Aiton and his points. He had eight points; it's not a lot, 
But as long as you know you had Booker going off and you had Durant going off, you know that you got that one-two punch, and that's really. But I, I look at the score. For me, it's about the score. It's 129-124. Both games were close. It's not like these games in Phoenix were blowouts. Yeah, they needed every one of those points from those guys, and I don't know if they're going to have that kind of night going back to Denver. Yeah, I don't know, and I think especially with know, the look, with the mile high and and the look, fact I that mean, Jokic might be suspended because of the Matt Ishba thing. Which speaking well, of, which, I think that was a play up on spe- his part. Speaking of which, I think Ishba was trying to be on TV. Speaking of honest which, to God, that, yeah, honest I, to God, I agree. I look like WWF. Come on, yeah, spe- yeah, I, on I, I agree. I agree. First of all, that, give the ball back if he's if he's if that's anybody. Who's I agree, and I believe team? that. Come I, on, I, he's trying to get something out of it. I agree, and I Come believe on. if if Silver is, is smart, look at the video. It, it, I, I agree. I agree with you. If oh if I God. think if Silver is smart, he will um, side with Jokic in that situation. Ignore that because that was just because Come on. that was just having most, it on. You, you could tell Ishba was trying to he's trying to get something yeah. Jokic into of something, course. and he did. And Jokic doesn't take kindly to that. No, it's it's just tactics, and it's silly. It's it's. And it's like you know the, uh, why? But why if you're any, though, if anybody that? would know better. You'd just be someone who's paid a lot of money to sit at floor floor seats. Okay, if anybody else would know any better, they would know Matt Ishba. I would know Matt Ishba from a bar of soap on the ground. But Ishba owns the franchise. Yeah, but so. if I saw him in the street, I wouldn't know who he is. Yeah. So again, he was he was playing it up. But look, of course he was. This look, I. I did. I did have concerns about the Suns. I did say to my, did tell you, uh, we did say on the last show that Chris Paul being out was going to be a problem. Now I don't know if it's sustainable. They say he'll be back by Game Five. Well, Game Five will be Denver. He may not be back by then. They may not need him. Yeah, they, they may think they can. Just they're going to have. They're going to have to take a win in in Colorado. But they're, they're going to have to. It's going to be very very tough for them because that 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 climate is no joke. It's Denver is no joke. So okay. they're but they're gonna have to take a win there. All right, and and I think you know the other thing is Monty Williams finally came to his senses and allowed for Terrence Ross and T.J. Warren to at least play the last couple games. They need some depth. Both honestly. of those guys came up big in game th- in game four. Sorry, no, game yeah. three, and then they came back here, you know, game four now. So he needs to go to his bench a little bit more. Due to the lack of bench they have anyway. Yeah, they need to go. So to I, I don't know what's going to happen. Do they going still forward. have Bismack on the roster? Oh, Bismack's always there. They Bismack, need a, they need a body there. at some point. All right, let's move on. That's my, my dreaded uh, Knicks. Your so dreaded I, Knicks fall through the heat. They got kablooey. Yeah, 19 points. Jimmy Butler had 28 compared to Brunson's 20. Uh, Randall had 14. Wasn't a good night. Yeah, it, it wasn't was a good not. night. The Knicks weren't shooting well. It's a, they it's could a not stinky, hit their shots. It's a stinky box score for the Knicks right now. No, I mean, look, I it didn't feel right from the time I was watching the game. I I, I kind of felt like this was a game that they could just kind of, you know, case throw well, away. It's, it's, and they, look, they got outplayed. Jimmy Butler yeah, was everywhere. It's two two headed back to MSG. Jimmy so. Butler was everywhere. I mean, I'm just looking at the stats myself. Yeah, Jimmy Butler was a very Economical twenty eight points, and then after that, no one. I mean, outside of that, it was Bam for seventeen and Shrews for nineteen. Nobody else did. You know, nobody else scored a lot, and the Knicks just struggled for their shooting. I'm looking at the stats: three point shots they struggled. They took up eight more shots from three pointers. Only were eight for four. They were twenty percent. The Heat weren't that much better. 
Yeah. But, you know, they got... Well, Lowry showed up for for once. Yeah, I mean, Lowry did 14. show up. Lowry did show up. So, I mean, I don't... I mean, they have to just have a better game from Randall. Randall has to score more. And, you know, Barrett didn't score that much either. You know, Brunson did all right. Hart did all right. And then, really, after that, it was quickly. And that's it. So, it, well, it, it's, it's going to be... Well, a look, they're headed back to MSG. It's 2-2. What do you think happens from here? The Knicks have to win this one. They have to win game they five. They have to win game five. No, not even that. We're not even game five yet. We're in game. We're in game four now. Oh, okay. So we're we're jumping the gun. Okay. So they're still in. this they're, they're going back to. It's now two one. They have to win. A, they have to split. They have to win in Miami. Yeah, they got to win. They, they away. cannot go back to MSG down three games to one. That's a death sentence almost. So they have to. They have to split in order for it to be a best two out of three. Yeah, they're gonna have to. Yep. All right. And who do we have? Do we have anybody else out of basketball? Uh, Dylan Brooks says he won't change the way he plays. Is that a good idea? No. He's saying no. I'm going to stay. I want to be who I want to be. Um, there's been some uh, takes floating around about uh, the way Shams worded his tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Under any over, circumstances. Over-dramatized. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm going to have to side with J.J. Redick on this. I believe that Shams may have done that for engagement. I don't... Like, his... It doesn't seem like an organization's prerogative to say, under any circumstances, we won't have this player back unless they've done something completely egregious, like broken the law. But um, Dylan Brooks has broken NBA code of being a dirty player. So what? Look, I I think there's still going to be a market for him. I think there's still going to be a team that wants to... Get his services. He's still uh, he's still probably got. He's, he's only twenty seven years old. He's got productive years ahead of him. Yeah. So I don't. You know. I think that it was made up to be what it is. I don't think. I think. Look. I'm gonna put that to bed. I don't even want to talk about Dylan Brooks anymore after this because I think he'll he'll get a team. Some team will be interested. As I said before, it depends on which team you're talking about. If you're talking about a contender, a contending team that feels like he's the piece that's gonna put them over the top, fine. If it's not, and it's just a middling team or a team which is last stop on the on the train, like in Orlando, and they think you know Dylan yeah. Brooks fits the mold of giving them a little bit of entertainment, then that that'll be his path. Depending yeah. on what team wants him, that's it. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see. I, I see a contender picking him up for the bench, probably. <laughs> all right. Should Patrick Beverly receive a ring if the Lakers were to win it all? I really don't like that rule. I think it, Bev, I think talk about it. I, I really don't like that rule. I think it's annoying. Is it a I thing? Think yes. Is it yes. a rule? Yes, Even though is. he was traded? Yes. It, it's a thing. It's whoever's on if, the roster? Yeah. If if a player was on the roster for more than half, or half or more than half of a championship team's uh-huh. winning season but was traded, right. they still get a ring. Well, I mean, it, look, it happened... To um, I believe uh, what was that player's name who was on Phoenix, uh, was on the Bucks but then got got traded to Phoenix. Was on the Bucks and got traded to Phoenix. Yes, I don't. I forgot his name, but he was gonna get a ring either way. Okay. Um, but I just don't like that rule. I think it's annoying. Yeah, I'm. Look, let's let's. He said if. Let's just understand this. At this point, it's hard to say if the Lakers gonna get to the finals. Yeah, I'm I don't, one to think yeah. that's not possible. I don't think it's. I don't think it's impossible, but I don't think it's possible. Well, they're rounding into so, form, so yeah. But I mean, that's if I mean, look if if they win it all, then Pat Bev 
Is if, entitled if to Anthony, get one. If Anthony Davis can play consistent basketball and fix his motor. Or maybe if that's the case and the Lakers are reminded of that, they stop, they stop playing so well yeah. if they find out that Pat Bev is going to get a ring out of this. Yep. <laughs> NHL playoffs. Oh, um, I think wow. we're going to start off with the abomination that was my uh, New York Rangers. Whoa, what going, a disaster. Going to what? nothing. Uh, Disaster. Let me let me say my piece real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up. What a disaster. I'm gonna pull up a nice little thing called uh, called Cap Friendly. Uh, this is a nice ooh. little site that uh, collates all of the contracts in the league and uh-huh. collates all of the teams in the league and their uh, their total cap hit, uh, what they're looking like, what how much AAV AAV they're paying. Uh-huh. Um, let's look at the the contracts look at right all these here. Numbers right now. Artemi Panarin is being paid eleven. Point six million dollars a year, uh-huh. and he cannot back check uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. And he was invisible in this series. Yeah. He was invisible in last year's first round series against okay. the Penguins until he scored that overtime goal, and he was completely invisible against against uh, the the Devils. Okay, all right. I don't want I don't want to go through every single number. I know, here. but I'm I gonna highlight a few. It. I'm highlighting Please a few don't. guys. Tarasenko was was tra- Tarasenko was traded for in the middle of the this season, three point seven million dollars <laughs> to do nothing in this playoffs. What the hell was that, Rangers? Right. Like it's a Rangers tradition of shooting themselves in the foot and leaving their generational keeper out to die. Mm-hmm. You did it with Lungfist, and now you're doing it with Igor. Okay. Really? He stood on his head for a period and a half in Game Seven. And you did him like that. Just silly errors, silly turnovers, don't clear the zone, don't guard anybody in front of the net. It was a deserved series loss, and New Jersey deserved to move on and deserved to get their butts kicked by Carolina in the next round. Okay. Your turn. All right. All right. Calm down. All right. Speed kills. That's it. That's all I have to say. Watching the Devils in that game, speed. They were just the faster team. They... They were running up. They were skating up and down that rink, and the Rangers couldn't didn't know what which day of the week it was. So speed kills. All and, they did was forecheck. Uh, look, I said it. Kills and, I said it all series long. Well, all New Jersey was doing was forechecking, right. and they couldn't respond. Well, you did say it was my turn, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but obviously, the Rangers wasted no time. They fired their coach. Uh, well, they well they, they parted ways. Parted ways, um, ways look, with Gerard Gallant. Sorry, I don't look. You can spin it how you want. The coach never goes to management and says, "Hey guys, let me just—I just thought I'd check in and see how the season went. Um, I don't think I want to stay here. I think it's a situation where it's obviously management comes to him and says, "You need to—we need to let you go." So, you know, look—it's the Rangers. It's—it's it's more heartache. It's a disaster. They had a two-two-nil lead and they choked the big this one. Is, and that's it. A, this is going to be a. This is probably that was probably their best chance to win with the cheap youth they had because. Uh, Lafreniere is uh, is only under control one more year mm-hmm. before he becomes an RFA. Maybe they'll get something for his rights. Maybe they'll get draft pick compensation. Capo Caco becomes an RFA this offseason. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll get something for his rights. You're not going to be able to bring him back with the... Maybe you let Tarasenko go. Maybe you let Kane go. But with the amount of assets you gave up for them, I don't know. All right. But this is just a disaster on all fronts. Speaking of but disasters what's worse than of that? all fronts. What's worse than that? Speaking of disasters <laughs> on all fronts, the disaster that allows me to forget the disaster of forget my team. That. 
the Boston freaking Bruins blew a 3-1 lead to the wild card nice fodder Florida Panthers in the first round. Nice one. They were a Brad Marchand breakaway uh-huh. from ending the series in five. Yes. And my God, what was Jim, Montgom- Jim Montgomery doing leaving a clearly injured Linus Allmark out there and not bringing in Jeremy Swayman? What, what, what were you doing? What, what was the whole team doing? Yeah. Constant turnovers all series long. Just horrible defending. So many giveaways. Most of, even the last goal of the series, which came from Carter Verhage, came off a turnover. That was the that's what killed the Bruins in this series. And my goodness, what a choke! I the did. Choke t- I chokes. did. I did tell you that if anything, the Panthers would be playing with with nothing to lose because they're not not they weren't expected to win the series anyway. And what happens? This is what this is what happens. The best record, which they were chasing all season long, they got the most points. President Trophy winner. It's 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 a it's a uh, doomed talisman to have as a team, and so now they look they rank up there as the teams in sports with good records that didn't get far right. Yeah, the two thousand and one Seattle Mariners are a perfect example Tampa, of that. Tampa did yeah. Tampa in twenty nineteen. They got swept in the first round, setting the record with sixty two wins. Right, so it happens. It just happened to be the Boston Bruins that did it. And but like is, I said, there was pressure. Pressure from the beginning of the series. I said, you know, who cares? If you're the Panthers, you're going in with even money. Is, nothing to worry about. This is really bad. Oh, well. Even in the future for the, the Bruins. Because now, what happens with this core? What, uh, there's a good chance Bergeron retires. Uh, Krejci might go back to Europe. Uh, how much does Marshawn le- have left in the tank? He's 34 going on 35. I believe mm. he's 35 right now. Uh, are they going to have enough cap space to bring back their big acquisition of the deadline, Tyler Bertuzzi? They thank God they re-signed David Pasternak, but my God, this is a sarbamba for the Bruins. And the the fact that they've only gotten one cup out of this core in 2011 that was it. Oh. That's 12 years ago, and it looks even further in the rearview mirror now. Even further, oh. it's. Considering the Red Sox have won two World Series in this time frame, next the Kraken. Yep, another expansion team. Only in their second season, they, shocked the defending the, champs. Shocked the shocked the Rockies. Which look, that's the different. Rockies. Not the Rockies. The Avalanche. Sorry, Avalanche. Rockies. Same thing. Look, they shocked them. And look, I think look, look for that to happen. Surprising first round, get knocked out. But sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. I just um, look. There was a lot of uh, stuff going on with uh, the Avs. First of all, uh, there was really bad stuff with uh, surround. There's some really terrible stuff surrounding uh, Valerina Chushkin. So we're not going to go into that. Do your own research if you want to learn more about that. But we're not going to go into that. Mm-hmm. I'm staying away from that. Uh, but the main thing is that they've been physically wrecked all series, all series and season really long. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been without a lot of key pieces of the core. One of them being their captain, Gabriel Landeskog, who may never play again uh, at all. Um, yeah, it's and the fact that they had to pay what is colloquially known as the cup tax, where you have to bring your players back who performed well in your cup run on exorbitant paydays. Like they did with Nachushkin, 
like they did with uh, a couple of other guys who got paid on their roster. Um, and they couldn't really bolster properly. They couldn't bolster that depth. Yep. And they oh, well. had to rely on their guys staying healthy, and it didn't happen. Uh, Makar was suspended for a boneheaded hit. And the worst thing of all, you lost to your former goalkeeper, Philip Grubauer, who bailed you out over and over in years previously. Oh, well. And he bailed out the Kraken revenge over is, and over. Revenge is a sweet series. dish. Oh, revenge is a sweet dish. Best served cold. Yep. All right. Moving on. Moving on, we have got MLB teams struggling more, the Yankees or the Mets. I'm going to say it's neither. You know who's struggling more? The Cardinals. My goodness. We don't want to talk My about goodness, that. they are I, bad. I, the reason for that question was about the fact that the Cardinals, as far as I'm concerned, are out the window here. We're talking about two, two teams with two of the more higher payrolls, which is far, which higher than the Cardinals. That's why the question's out there. Honestly, I seeing some of the reactions on Mets social media makes me think that, uh, honestly, and you might not want to hear it, Senior, but you know how we like to say, oh, we're, at least we're not Yankees fans. We might be just as similar as them. Because the amount of knee-jerk stuff I've seen on Mets social media right now, the team is struggling, yes. They can't hit above the Mendoza line, yes. Scherzer is really not looking good, yes. The rest of the bullpen not looking good, yes. But it's May. If they're struggling in, in June and July, then you tell me. But well, it's May. I, I think it's equal. I think if you're trying to look at both teams, both teams have their problems right now. right? Uh, for the Yankees, and I'll talk about the Yankees because I've seen it happen. Uh, Garrett Cole lost his first game today. He was 5-0. and He was the only starter undefeated. Had a one a buck and change ERA and got got smacked around by the Rays. All right, so that was that. They they got Judge on the injury injured list. You got Stanton on injured list, so you lost two big bats there. You know they don't have a pitching staff really after outside of Cole Rondon, who they signed over the offseason, hasn't pitched a single inning. Montez hasn't pitched either. Yeah. For the Mets, and I could speak of the Mets definitely. Justin Verlander who. Pitch the other day, only five innings. Uh, but, you know, Mets couldn't really score for him. Scherzer was totally knocked out the knocked out the park by his old team, the Tigers. They're, you know, both of those guys are, Scherzer's almost 40, Justin Verland is 40. It's a risk. I get it. People will say to themselves, well, why didn't they get DeGrom? Well, you know what? DeGrom's on injured list anyway. So if we kept him, he would have been injured. So there's a lot of problems. They don't have enough pop in their, their lineup. There's not enough bats. Their well, bullpen, they, well, they, yeah, they yeah, okay. bullpen is not really good right now. They're struggling. It's not good. But my concern, if you're a Yankee fan, would be the Rays because they keep, keep winning. And for my concern as a Met fan is the Braves because we're already trailing them Look what I by am, a significant what, amount of games. What I am excited about is the fact that the Mets have been willing to bring up prospects. Brett Beatty's looked good. Um, I like his, his development. Uh, Francisco Alvarez is getting consistent runs at catcher. Uh, hopefully they bring up Machario or Benito soon. What What do you think about that? It, I mean, I know. I just, I, I'm just looking at the standings. Sorry. The Braves are already 20. 20 look, they get Mets are trailing by seven. I, that being said, I understand. It's still a bit early. But I'm worried because I'm worried that they have to get their pitching right. Quintana hasn't yep. pitched at all. I but don't what know do you, what's What do you happen. think about the, the prospects? It's Bay, good. Beatty... Uh, 
uh, Alvarez. Probably bringing up Mashario Vanita soon. It's good. I, it'll inject some life into it, but you only have so many positions out there. So you only have so many positions out there as far as who's going to be on the field and who's not going to be on the field. And, I mean, bringing the bats up is fine. But right now, you need to get – you need your one-two punch. You need yeah, Scherzer right you and you need Verlander right. Otherwise, this is going to be bad. It's going to be bad quickly. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, you got that one. Uh, which one's that? I have it. Okay. Uh, a bit of overkill with the post-home run celebrations with baseball teams? No. Who cares? Who cares? Really? Who cares? The, the only people that care are so-called baseball purists. Who cares? I've said it once. I'll say it again. That type of mentality is pushing um, people away from watching baseball. It's as simple as that. Who cares about the overkill of post-home run celebrations? Those sound like old sports sports talk radio guys in places like Pittsburgh. Like, calm down. Who cares? So, what do you think? It's not a situation where I'm annoyed or... Ca- Look, I just think it gets to be much. I guess it'd be more of a production. Guy hits a home run like the... the Orioles have this funnel business where they get the guy drinking a funnel. Everybody's got a, a gimmick. To me, it's a bit gimmicky. It's one thing to hit a home run, come in, high five, move on. It's just a bit gimmicky now with the with the coat and the hat and the this and that. I don't know. It's just it's, to me, it's overkill. It's so you know, what? It's like you know. And and so know. what? It's I fun. I, I the hat is funny. The I like the dugout celebrations. The the. The Boston one is probably my favorite where they put a guy in the in the cart and they roll him along. That's probably my favorite one. Like, who cares? It's fun. Let baseball be fun. Let these guys show, have some fun. Like, some of these sports talk radio guys act like the, these athletes have to be robots. Yeah, I don't to. think it's about robots. I, think it, I just think it's sometimes it's like, okay, right, we know you hit a home run, let's move on. I just think that Teams are now trying to. But they find it. They they think it's a personal affront. It's not. I don't know. I just think some teams are trying to outdo each other now. Every team's trying to figure out what's the next thing they can do. If you know, I don't. Would have been the believe, first team. Would have been the first team to do a hat. And then they. Try I don't to believe raise that's the, the case. I don't believe that's the case. That's I don't think. Me. I don't think teams are trying to outdo each other. I think teams are just trying to have fun with one another right. as a as a group as a ball club. I don't think they're trying to outdo each other in terms of celebrations. I think they're just trying to be creative and have fun. That's all. Who cares? That type of backwards archaic mentality is stopping, is going to stop people, especially young people, short of watching uh, baseball. Moving on. Let's talk about the NFL draft. We we have a chance to talk about it. I think we're just going to, we're mostly going to focus on uh, the Giants and their draft. Another thing I didn't watch. I, I could just say this for the NFL draft: stop, just just stop with the pageantry. It's just a bit too much. Roger Goodell is going to lose a like a vertebrae getting lifted up the way he did the whole the whole time. The whole try on the hat on a on a hallway or whatever. It was just look. I get it. It was Kansas City. So for some reason it was just. Because it was Kansas City, it was raucous and going crazy. Well, what do you think? What do you think of the hall that the Giants got? Oh, I like it, but it, it, who knows? Like anything else, you don't yeah, know what's going to happen. Know. You, you don't, don't know, know what's going to happen. Look, on the surface, it looks good. They, I, I wasn't expecting Deontay Banks, uh, them to take corner 
in the first round, but they took one of the best corners uh, in the first round, and I like it. I expected the Giants to... I sold myself on John Michael Schmitz in the first round, but he fell to them in the second round. That's the best center in the draft, and we needed interior line help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, they needed a good receiver, uh, and they got him. I think he needs some development in his own right. Uh, Eric Gray in the fifth round, you can pick up running backs anywhere. Uh, they get some more corner help in Tra- Trey Hawkins, uh, Jordan Riley, some defensive line help, and they get a safety in the seventh round. One thing I want to highlight with Deontay Banks is uh, he can play press corner, uh, like that be that press corner, and that's really useful for Wink Martindale's defense. Oh, uh, look, I think obviously the idea was to go mostly with the defensive selections. We'll see what happens if they shakes out. You know, clearly the Giants' defense. With Martindale, thank goodness he's still there. Kind of gives them some stability at that that position of defensive coordinator. And their defense played really, really well. But they obviously need to get faster. The team's going to be trying to throw against them. It was it was some good moves there. All right. A uh, couple of uh, ancillary stuff. Uh, Joel Embiid gets the MVP award. We talked award. about that, finally. It's well-deserved. Yeah, I, I will agree. Um, Jokic, I thought... It so he Jokic. becomes he becomes the fourth one. So you yep. have Wilt, you have Moses, you have Iverson, Barkley. No, no, no Barkley didn't get it. With oh the no, Sixers. not in, not got in, with the Suns. Not in Philly. In, got no. it with the Suns, and the other one would be I don't know if it was Doctor. I don't know if it was Doctor J. I'm going to look now as we're talking, but it's definitely he's the fourth or fifth. Yeah, uh, Sixer to get that posthumous award. Well, I sold myself on thinking it was uh, Jokic at one point, but he fell off. At yeah, the, sorry, at he's the... the fifth one. Dr. J, Allen Iverson, Moses Malone, Will Chamberlain, and Joel Embiid, the okay. fifth. But like I was saying, I sold myself on Joel Embiid getting it. Be- uh, no, um, on uh, on Jokic getting it, but would, he fell off at kill. the end of the season. So I would have been it, happy it was with Joel's that. to lose, and he got it. I wouldn't have been happy with that. I think that he won it twice. Okay, fine. Nikola Jokic is a great well, if, player. Well, if Jokic but. maintained form for in the back half of the season, I think he would have got, gotten it. And if the Nuggets themselves maintained form in the back half of the season, I think he would have gotten it. Oh, well, Honestly. Okay. All right. it would, regardless of voter fatigue or anything like that, I think he would have gotten it. All right. Next. Happy birthday to Wes Welker. Happy uh, Turned 42. Uh, one of the key cogs of that eighteen and one Patriots team, mm-hmm. eighteen and one. Wow. But he was he was great for a couple teams. Went to the Broncos. Went yeah, to the yep. Broncos, yep. and uh, Richard Sherman famously told him to never say that stuff about them ever again because yep. he talked a little trash. Yeah. Um. Happy birthday, Demontis Sabonis, twenty seven. Yep. Uh, son of basketball legend Arvidas Sabonis came to the NBA way too late, but his son Demontis been around for a long time and has been has finally flourished into one of the better big men in the league yeah and has really locked down sacramento with the right move he had to get they you know they traded him from indiana indiana as the talent place the talent team was falling off so he had to move on yeah and and that's going to do it uh for our episode this week if you come from any other platform welcome. welcome we do this thing uh twice a week now Eh, with playoffs. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to have a deep dive into the NBA playoffs. We're most likely going to have Joe back on, uh, hopefully very, very soon. Yep. As we move through more NHL playoffs, more sports, more fun. Big we'll- shout out to the Regent. Big shout out. Yep. We'll see you then. Bye.